and she has not belly laughed like that in weeks. Welcome to the Homer Kent Experiment, Episode 004, Wife Laugh. Well, guys, last week we had an interesting topic um, idea for this week, and it was uh, kind of centered around, hey, give us a couple ideas that we can challenge ourselves with, that we can grow as men. And right. I don't know if, if the idea was, hey, we got to, these challenges have to help us grow as men, but that's that certainly uh, where these two centered in. The, the one we're going to lead off with tonight is um, a really fun one. It was make your wife belly laugh. That was our challenge for the week. Whatever you got to do, no holds barred. No, no, no. It wasn't that. It was, you have to do it with your own words. So we can't just show some funny YouTube clips and get them laughing. Yeah, there, there were some, there were some rules. It's got to come from you. Absolutely. Got to come from you. Um, but man, I am, this one was, the, the other one was really serious this one just had me rolling all week like coming up with ideas and stuff so i'm really excited to hear what uh how you guys this week went yeah steve uh i i'm less of a of a try a bunch of things kind of guy i thought it was it was interesting it seemed like you were trying every day until you eventually you you just wrote us that i prevail well, well kidron how do you think he won sandy over it's that kind of perseverance and and try he has <laughs> right. Sandy wouldn't have given him a second look if he didn't try every day oh dude it was absolutely god and humor that got her that <laughs> that that was totally it so guys what was it like i mean did did you win or did you not win let's take bets do we think kidron won do we think he got the laugh, the the genuine natural laugh? Oh boy, Kidron, you're my homie, man. You are my homie, but boy, this one. Well, I think you did. I think you did, but you told us once that your wife, when you're trying, you know, when you're trying to make her laugh or when you say something funny, she likes to kind of get to give you that feedback of you're not that you're not that funny, Kidron. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she she definitely holds it back until she can't take it anymore. Okay, my bet, my bet is based off of Kidron's ability to assess a situation, think about it, and come up with a master plan. And so, Kidron, you hear the reservation in my voice. So if I'm wrong, I'm still kind of right. I'm betting with you that you got Anastasi to almost wet her pants laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely didn't. I didn't. Get that oh! um, yeah. I, I thought, I thought the challenge was a little bit intimidating because I feel like, well, I mean, the way we said, we said it, that it was set up. It was like, we have to get her to belly laugh. And so I felt like right off the bat, it's like these belly laughs come, you know, how many times a year, that you get a good belly laugh and they're always spontaneous. You know, it's not like you can just plant. I mean, you could, you, you could, but I wasn't willing to put in the work oh, that it would man. take to get, to get one of those. I mean, I, I didn't have any direction to start with. So I, I didn't feel like, you know, investing 
my whole week of just like, you know, sitting down and and writing everything, writing pages and pages until I, I came up with, you know, some great, awesome plan. So I, I didn't go to that level. But yeah, I was intimidated by it um, from that aspect. So um, I I kind of aimed a little lower. It's just like, can I get a genuine laugh? Um, because I, I didn't I didn't want to set myself up to fail. So that, that was kind of how I looked at it to begin with. Okay, well, we'll, we'll great, we'll great on a curve. So how did yeah, that yeah, one yeah. go? How did that one go? Well, I got a laugh. I got a laugh. And a it genuine? was genuine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good, right. good, good. You know, there's something to what you're saying, Kedron, like this idea that, like you said, you know, only a, a few times a year do you get that real like hard belly laugh where you just can't control it. And I think it's all about the person. I, I've met people who probably do that multiple times a day. It's just their yeah. personality. And then yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Kedron, man. I, I very rarely laugh out loud. Like, yeah. I'll sit next to my, my dad when we'd watch movies together. I loved it because he laughs at the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But I just never can. Like, it never makes me physically laugh. Well, yeah. a good, a really good belly laugh, even for a laugher, a really good belly laugh is like, oh, what's it like? It's like a unicorn. It's like, oh my goodness, you're right. You have them like once a year and you feel like you just um, got rid of something that you needed to, or it, oh, it feels yeah. like that most perfect, beautiful feeling. You just, oh, the sweet relief. You're like wiping tears from your eyes a little bit. It's it's good. It's just Although like, man, I, how can we duplicate that every day? Yeah, I will say if if you get around somebody, I think it happens in moments. Like um, if if you have some kind of shared experience, or you get you get off on some direction with somebody it usually else, like involves a really good fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Late at night, seriously. Oh Late man. Late at night. Yeah at night then you get like oh. 10 in an hour <laughs> belly laughs oh, not farts. yeah yeah those those are guaranteed laughs if you get around the right person who also considers that funny that's kind of a prerequisite but um yeah you get around the right person and and you start a farting contest and it's <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I was bar. i was around um i don't know if you know someone like this i was around my sister-in-law today and her husband, okay, he's a funny guy. I wouldn't say he's like the most funny. I mean, he, he's got a lot of good qualities about him, but he would have knocked this one out of the park because she's constantly laughing in like hearty belly laughing, like on the point of tears. I wouldn't be surprised I, if she cries every day laughing. I love hanging out with people like that. It's yeah, amazing. Same here. They make you feel invincible. Like you're the funniest oh, person yeah. on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's this guy at work that, I swear, I, I mean, I, I honestly think I say funnier things around him, but it, it's hard telling because he just he gives that feedback, you know, where he's just like laughing so hard at everything I say. Yeah. But but yeah, it, it does. It does kind of spur me on to keep going. And, and he's like that with I mean, I don't I don't know that he laughs at everyone, but he does have a personality that just attracts people to talk to him. I mean, he's he's just uh he doesn't get a lot of work done, actually, because, <laughs> because people people just come up to him all day and want to talk to him. And uh, they're, yeah. they're all feeling they're all getting their um, like psychiatric need for, you know, attention, positive feedback from him. They're all going right. to him for what their dad and mom should have given them and they didn't get. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he's it's a valuable true. part of the company in that. In that he's he's keeping that company moving, man. <laughs> Everyone would be walking around depressed without that guy. That's I great. mean, there there is something to that. I mean, it's it's great when I catch him at the right time. Okay, so uh, our our fourth roommate, Scott Borschel. Oh yeah. Um, I felt that way about him. And, and I don't, he not, he wasn't like a laugher. He, he wasn't constantly laughing, but every time I was around him, I felt like he's going to appreciate whatever I have to say. And he just made me feel good about myself to where I'm, I'm sure I was saying really dumb stuff, but Scott would find something funny in it. He, he was always a positive, <laughs> really positive guy. He totally and, was. Scott was the kind of guy you want to be around. He, he makes the room better. We miss you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, if you hear this, man, give us a call. Rest in peace, brother. No, I'm just kidding. He's good. Um, here, all right. So, Kidron, you're keeping us in suspense here. What was it that got the natural laugh <laughs> I mean, from any Well, I'm keeping you in suspense because uh, because it was probably it's probably going to sound pretty stupid, but um, <laughs> it always does after the fact. It's like one of those things where it's like you had to be there, right? The yeah. So, so we have a shoe rack by the door, um, and. You know, I think it started out where I was actually trying to trying to organize it better, um, where like a pair of my shoes had fallen off and I was trying to pick them up and put them like in a good spot there. And they I, I, I just randomly bumped off like, you know, five pairs at once and they all just like tumbled to the ground. And um, so I was going to pick them up and I was like, hold on, hold on. So. I got this idea instead of, and it was also, it made it easier too. So there was a little bit of a laziness factor in there too, but I thought I'm going to put these, I'm going to organize these all like perfectly except for like unmatched pairs. So I put, I put all the shoes next to like other shoes and like, you know, facing like the, the left ones on the right side and the right ones on the left side. And, you know, just, pairs that were totally different like a red shoe with a gray shoe and stuff like that and so i just put them all back in there like looking really organized and neat but uh but just way out of place so um <laughs> and then i just i just left it and just wanted to see if there would be a reaction and yeah like not i i don't know maybe 15 30 minutes later my wife goes past that area and she's just like who would who would arrange shoes this way or, or she said why would somebody put shoes away like this and then i just i just said just just to make you laugh <laughs> and then i i heard her chuckle and uh that, yeah that was the end of it so. all right so we're grading on a curve so the chuckle is what we got it it, now, it was uh, hold on hold on are you sitting in the corner we got to hear this. Give us your impersonation so we can know. Yeah, it was like it was like a slow build. It was like a, <laughs> you know, OK, like a, it was like she was it, it took her off guard, like the comment. She wasn't expecting that. And so it it was like when she processed it, it it was a genuine laugh. That's that's, cra that's crazy because it, it was almost like you were saying, Anastasi, please laugh. And she just uh I think it's more than that, you. Steve. Steve, it's more than that. It's like, I think there is something really wonderful for husbands to think to themselves, 
how do I make my wife laugh? And, and if they actually know that you're trying to do that, I bet that makes them feel super special. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of romantic, Kidron. <laughs> nice. I, like what a great answer. Like who would arrange shoes like this? Why would they do that? And then you're like, well, I wanted to make you laugh. I mean, that would make me feel special. Yeah. I want to take you on a date, man. That was, that was great. Okay. So, so here's the thing. Is that, is that like, I know, I know my wife, Anastasi so well, I know she'll get a kick out of funny looking shoes. Or do you think mm. you would have done that for the, the 4 billion women on the planet? Like it wouldn't have mattered. Or, or is there something that you're like, I know what she laughs at and she laughs at mismatched shoes. Yeah. So, so the thing with the, uh, the challenge, like I, I thought that if, if there was a belly laugh in there um, that I could find it, like I, I would have total confidence that like this would be a belly laugh. It was just stumbling upon that I thought was the challenge. So for this, it was like, uh, I guess you could say, I mean, I, I was pretty confident that it would get about the laugh that it got, um, give or take a little bit of laughter points. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so so it was about where I would have placed her, but, um, but okay. yeah, I, I, I don't know that it was, I, I, I don't know how much of it was like, uh, totally tuned into just her or if I would have done that with anyone and it, I would have expected a similar result. Did you see her when she was laughing? No, I was in the other room. So she could have like seen a funny picture on her phone and been laughing at that <laughs> afterwards. She could have like been scrolling through her text and got a funny text from a friend. Steve texted it's, her it's at possible. that time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's possible. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to think, what would I do if I were married to you? Let's just go in way hypothetical Mars world here. If I were married to you and I saw a bunch of shoes mis mismatched, what would I do? You'd come, you'd put them on and come out in the mismatched shoes and say, and not even mention it to Kidron. I, you're right. I'm, I usually go for the laugh. I'm, I'm, I don't humor people. Ha, get that pun. Uh, I don't humor people <laughs> that much when it comes to laughing at them, but um, Kidron, that, that was, that was creative. I think, yeah, thanks. I think she might've started off uh, a tad bit frustrated and that might've, that transition might've made it funnier too, because, you know, she, she saw that and she's like, oh, who would put shoes this way? Okay. Yeah, then, she's picturing herself having to undo it. Right. Did, did you put them back the way they belong? Uh, I think be I, I think I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I went over there. I think I, I think we both might have put them back. Or Aww. yeah, more romantic. Kidron, I've never met Anastasi. What sort of sense of humor does she have? What makes her laugh? Um. Let's see. Man. I, I take back the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, uh, that, that, that should be a, a pretty easy one to answer. And, and I think it would be if I was thinking in the in the right way. But she's not um, a real laugher, is she kidding? Like she she's not quick to laugh. No. Yeah. So so you got you definitely have to earn it. You have to earn her laugh. And like so she's not a person that's that's naturally into like comedians or right. um, Can you anything think, like that. Is she a serious minded person? Is, is, are her thoughts on, on more important things? Uh, maybe practical, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's got a full-time job. She's got a kid. That's kind of like when, you know, women 
lose a lot of the dreams and fantasies. And it's like, man, I just got, I got to put food on the table. I got to right. Right. And, and do all the stuff yeah, that wives and moms yeah, yeah. have to do. And so I'm like pretty silly. So, you know, that's probably one of those things that like, that's why we're together. Um, because I would say she's not silly by nature, but she, she's she, more naughty uh, by nature, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> Just but, kidding. I'm glad you guys got that joke. But yeah, like I mean, I th- I think I've rubbed off on her. Like I mean, she she kind of expects my humor and stuff uh, in some can, ways. So can see it coming from a mile away. Has yeah. she made you more practical? Uh, yeah, I'm sure she has in some ways. Yeah. She's opened my eyes to like looking at the world in different ways, like that I just never entertained. Even can like you I, ever remember a time that she belly laughed? Can you? Is there one time that stuck out? Uh, I, I can't single out a, uh, like the one one time in particular right now, but I can think of multiple times that it's happened. Okay. But, just not the context at the moment so yeah when when my wife sarah gets starts giggling and it really takes hold of her i i can never tell if i'm not looking at her i can never tell if she's sobbing in the other room or laughing (laughs) (laughs) do i go in there yes and so i end up asking her are you laughing right now and uh usually she is about some funny scene or something she just read or something all right well this is a good transition josh how did it go well here's the thing about this week it was a (laughs) It was a tough week and, and not, and the reason is it was, I was finished. It was the last week of my semester. So I'm busy and I was going through some health issues. I like just wasn't feeling right. And I was getting anxious and I just stopped eating caffeine and sugar this week, which I went cold Turkey. And so I look up the, you know, after I'm experiencing all these things, I look up the side effects and it's like terrible headaches and then anxiety and I, I was feeling it like I was really feeling it. And I was feeling anxious the whole week about things. And at the same time, Sarah is finishing up her biggest project she's had in a long time. This book that was due in that like on, thir- on Thursday. Right. And so the entire Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm feeling bad. I'm stressed out. She's stressed out getting this thing done. It's all she's doing until, you know, late at night. And the whole time I'm thinking how in the world can either one of us laugh right now? Like neither neither one of us wants to laugh right now. I still chuckle with the kids. Like I, I put on this fun, you know, thing with the kids. That's easy. But for some reason, the two of us, we just weren't in that mode. Um, now here's when, here's when things change though. She sent the book off. Okay. So the book went off. She got done what she needed to do. And I happened to be sitting in the room when she did it. So she sends the book off and I can, you know, and she's starting to feel a little anxious. Like she's starting to think about all the things the person's going to send back to her to change. Um, At the same time, she's feeling relief that she met the deadline. And so this is like one of those high emotional points, you know? And so she says something to me to the effect of like, yeah, I I just worry he's going to send back some edits And the thing is, it's a story about the nativity, the birth of Christ, but it's put to the poem of uh, Night Before Christmas. 
And so it's a bunch of scenes of the manger and shepherds and things like that. And so when she said that to me, when she said, I think he's going to come back with a lot of changes or what if he does? I say, yeah, like he has introduced a new character named Herbert who needs to be in every scene. And then for whatever reason, because her emotions were at a point that got to her, she started picturing Herbert in the manger scene. And we started talk, giggling and talking about how Herbert's like peeking around the edges of each of each page. Oh, and, that's so funny. And that was our that was our luckily it was both of cathartic kind of laugh for both of us at the moment because we had been. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. When you started off, Josh, I was thinking this could go either way. Like it, it could turn into like a, a huge laugh in that type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, we got to Google him about it. Or yeah. that could have been one of those things like you insensitive. Right. <laughs> like right. I, I'm here pouring my heart, heart out about this book. That's so funny. After that, uh, you know, it made me actually this week was good for me because it made me realize how much effort it actually takes in a marriage to try to stay lighthearted and to try to make the other person feel joy with your words. Um, it was amazing how the practicalness of life, the like, if there's little tension built up or something, it's, it's hard to do that. And so it was good for me to, to sort of think like, Whoa, it would be easy to go a whole week or a month without really trying to make my wife laugh. Yeah. I mean, it takes, it takes uh, a lot of intentionality. I mean, as you're, as you're talking, I'm totally thinking, this is why it's so important to make date night a priority, like getting away from the kids, getting away from all the responsibilities. Right. Just there's something about driving away from your house, leaving the kids there, leaving your work behind, your chores behind, all the housework behind, and like going someplace else where someone else is going to serve you food or do this for you that you just it just feels like oh all the responsibilities are falling away and now I can laugh or cry or do whatever else I've been wanting to do but can't because I got a whole bunch of stuff to do you know uh, and and my wife in particular her she works out of the house and so the house feels like work to her hmm. um and I've always felt like we we just click back like when we were dating much more when we're on a road trip or we're on a vacation together because those do like she's not in her place of like stress. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Josh, when you said your Herbert joke, uh, which, man, that's so you that that's that's good, good quality humor there. Were, did it processing your mind at all? Ooh, this will be a good opportunity for the the main challenge that we're doing. Or was it just kind of natural, like, hey, I think this will cheer my wife up? Well, all week I had this in my mind because I knew this was our challenge to get this laugh, and I just could not figure out a way to do it naturally. And I also didn't really feel like it, right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But that afternoon, we both felt a bit of a weight coming off of our shoulders. Yep. And I knew, okay, now's the time to start to really like when she says something to me to try to reply with something lighthearted versus serious. Now, did you tell her after you got the laugh? Like, hey, that no, was she all. Doesn't know. She doesn't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking that would have kind of ruined it. I think almost, you know, hey, that wasn't for you. That was for my buddies. <laughs> well, and it, it really wasn't though, right? It yeah, was, oh yeah, absolutely. But she could have taken it that way. Yeah, it was for her. It was for her and it was for like the fact that 
I'm so happy that this thing that was on your mind for so long is done now. Let's laugh a little bit about something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. That is good stuff. That's a high level of humor. Like, I don't think I've ever told a, a joke that, I, that intellectual, I would say. And it sounds crazy because you're just talking about a guy <laughs> named Herbert. But the fact just getting there, my mind doesn't go there. I go totally towards physical humor. I want to do something funny with my body. And that's where I, that's where I, that's where I, um, what's the bake the bread. That's where I make my bread or what's the saying. That's my bread and butter. That's my bread and butter is the physical humor, not the intellectual stuff that you guys dabble in. Okay. So Steve, it's your turn. Now this week we were challenged with getting our wives to naturally laugh at something we, we say that is genuinely funny to them in a hearty way. What, how'd it go for you? Okay, so if this were Super Mario Kart, okay, if this were Super Mario Kart, I would, you know, they have like the 50cc version you can play on or the 100cc mm-hmm. or the 150cc, which is like, you got to actually be really good at the game to win it at 150cc. I feel like you guys were more towards had like the 150cc. You guys had a harder challenge than I did. I feel like being married to Sandy, it's a lot closer to the 50cc challenge. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's where my mind goes. I played Super Mario Kart today, so that's where I'm thinking. Um, so real quick, what does CC stand for in uh, 50 Charlie Car- Charlie? Fi- carbon copy. No, for real. <laughs> CC. I've always heard it with cars. I've never known. Is it something like oh, 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 cubic, in- cubic centimeters? It's yeah, like the size of yeah. the engine. Exactly. Yes, that's what it is. I use it. Okay. Yeah. CC. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Um, moving on. So, so with Sandy, I, I mean that that really is that was I hate to say it, that was a large chunk of the foundation of our relationship was me making her laugh, and so I can't write you a thesis on what makes her laugh but I just know what makes her laugh in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so um, a lot You've of times- you got a doctorate in yeah, Sandy laughing. It's just ingrained in my DNA, knowing what makes her laugh. Now, that being said, we've been married. This is this will be 16 years being married. And so I, I'm like, you guys, she's been dulled. She's almost seen it all from me. Right. You have nothing and, left to give. <laughs> <laughs> Au contraire. I gave and she responded. So I started <laughs> off, you got. I started off knowing, listen, my words, the only time my words have gotten her to belly laugh are when it's just been totally accidental or I've said something and not meant it the way she took it. And then, and, <laughs> but, but on my own, I'm telling you the intellectual, like coming back with a really witty comment, that's, that's just not my route. That doesn't work for me as well. Blame how it on you, whatever. How do you even respond when, like when someone laughs like that someone laughs really hard at something you didn't intend to well i quickly get why they're laughing about it and then i laugh about the situation itself like wow that's funny that i just said this they thought that and thought it was funny but do, um do you like go ahead and accept the credit for it like do you no that that I, never happened i, I kind of give you know God, the credit, like, wow, that was just a funny situation <laughs> that just happened. Like, no, I didn't mean to do that. No, I don't need to, because I think I'm a pretty funny guy. Um, so 
I, I, I'm not really looking, you know, to, um, boy, I sound really arrogant right now. I hate you, like, you right now. You like pound your chest twice and point to heaven. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I give God the credit whenever I make a good joke and make people laugh. This is, um, and then point to heaven that I do the Sammy Sosa. Um, that's my, that's my baseball. That's my world series. <laughs> okay. So, um, that wasn't one of my better jokes. Well, okay. So you knocked it out of the park. So I immediately started on, this has got to be the physical humor type stuff with me. So my first attempt um, was I'm getting out of the car. This is Monday. So this is the day after we start the competition. So I'm starting early and often. I was really excited about this. I get out of the car and she's outside already. Usually she's inside making dinner, taking care of the kids, doing something, but she was outside with the baby. And so I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta do this. I took my shirt. I gotta wear a button up shirt and khakis. <laughs> I unzipped my pants, but, but kept the top button buttoned and uh, had my shirt tucked in. And I took some of the tucked in shirt and brought it outside of the unzipped oh, yes, fly. Yes, I've seen this. Yes. Th- that's good quality humor. <laughs> That's like if I if I'm walking down the street and I see that on a guy, I you're laughing. I'm laughing out loud. I'm not gonna like point at him. I don't want to. I don't want to humiliate him outside of my little bubble I'm in. But but yeah, I'm gonna laugh at him. So I walked up to Sandy, but she was more. Um, she did not laugh at that one because I think she was in like a oh no, did my husband just embarrass me at work all day? Yeah. with his shirt hanging out of his fly that's that's right where her mind went so she, so i accepted defeat there she was just like steve <laughs> tell me you didn't i was like no 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 i was just trying to make you laugh and then she's like okay and but didn't laugh so <laughs> that's the type of humor i appreciate but um and then i think later on that night i like walked into a room i was exhausted put the kids to bed, walked in the, walked downstairs and just, there was a couch there. And I just went face first from standing to horizontal in one motion, face first onto the pillow. Um, like just belly face flopped right onto the pillow. And um, that didn't really get her. That got like a little chuckle. I would say that got out of her, what Kidron got out of Anastasia. I love that you're going physical comedy with this one. <laughs> well, Josh, you know me, man. You know that's where I excel. Yeah. And that's why you're so good with kids. Yeah, that's a good point. Huh. Kids love yeah. like kids love physical comedy. It's if I ever want to get my kids to laugh, I just hit myself in the face or something. Oh man. That that's good. That's good quality humor. <laughs> that gets me. So, so do we, Josh, just once. Okay. So, um, so, okay. Let, now to the time that I got her to laugh, totally unintentional, totally unintentional. Oh, oh no, I got to tell you this one because this, this, you guys will totally be able, able to relate to. And if, if you can't relate to it, I give you full permission to use it. Um, that same night I did the shirt out of my fly one. I'm in my closet and she's bathing the kids and they're in the same room. And so I, I go and I put on these basketball shorts and I hike them up as high as they possibly will go so that you can like see the, the wedgie crack. Um, so I like hike them up to, to where my, the top of my shorts is in my armpits. I mean, I hiked them up so far. It was really uncomfortable and walked out and she just, 
I, I think the mood, Josh, you hit on it. The mood really has something to do with it. The moment mm-hmm. has something to do with it. Because that, you got to be like a man of steel not to laugh at that, I feel like. Yeah, it would probably get me. I mean, hiking your pants up that high, that's just, that's just good quality. Okay, so we're at dinner. She's had a long day taking care of the kids, made us a nice dinner. I mean, she's amazing. Our wives are incredible. And we're sitting down and the kids are acting kind of wild. We're trying to hold it together, be the adults. And they're just, they're loud. Um, They're fighting with one another. And we're talking about the Thomas the Train movie, the Thomas and the Magic Railroad. Great movie. It's a classic in our house. We probably watched it 200 times. And we're talking about um, how the Diesel 10 calls the conductor's cousin Junior, he calls him Moon Doggy. He calls him <laughs> Moon Doggy. And I'm like, whoa. I don't remember that part. And I've seen this movie. I've had to have seen this movie 50 times. Um, Moon doggy. And so that brings in my weird mind, a Cat Stevens song where he goes, uh, moon shadow, moon shadow. But instead of singing that at the table, just randomly, because nobody's talking about Cat Stevens at my table, I go, moon doggy, moon doggy. And Sandy loses it at the table she starts laughing hysterically like like little dribbles of whatever she's got in her mouth are starting to come out because but but because she's thinking wow there were about 10 seconds ago there were four wild children that i'm having to watch and now there are five that i completely don't understand and and am having to take care of like it put me on the level of the kids in her mind I love it. Yeah. There is something like just when you said the word moon doggy, it made me laugh. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I found out that it's a fictional character created by Frederick Koner in his 1957 novel Gidget. So that's where that Thomas person got it from. Okay. Wow. I, I don't know why they used that for a kid's movie, but okay. So following that up later on that night, I, we put on some, um, some video games. The kids are all playing this uh, weird plug in to your TV and you get 50 video game things. Bought it for 25 bucks. Great investment. Um, and Sandy puts on some old music. Just, I don't even know what song she put on, but my hair at the end of the day, you know, I got this long hair. It's a, uh, it, it's, usually like greased back. I put a ton of gel in it. By the end of the day, it's really flopsy. All the gel wears off and I start dancing and I'm like, Ooh, I got a good one here. And I start flinging my hair back and then (laughs) flinging it in front of my face. And she has not belly laughed like that. And I mean, (laughs) I had her, she was sitting up on the couch by the end of it. She's lying down on the couch. I mean, crying, just laughing so hard. And that's the one where I was like, totally just got her intentional and felt like I scored a victory for her. Oh, that's nice great. move. Now, what did this, what did this teach you, Steve? Are you going to go in with this mindset more often? You think? I, honestly, her, her laughing at me really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It really builds me up. You yeah, know, it's, it's fuel. 
yeah, it, it really is. It really is. It makes me feel loved. It makes me feel important. You know, just her, her thinking I'm still funny. Do you think, do you think it, it builds or is it the opposite? Like where you would have to keep doing more and more to get the same laugh? Hmm, good question. Or does it become easier the more they like a person? Because I laugh at people I like more than I laugh at people I don't like. Yeah. I don't think I, I really have to do any more now than I've always had to do with her. Um, yeah. I, I mean, within the, obviously she, once you, once, it, once you hear the joke 10 times, it's not as funny the 11th right. time. And so you're dealing with that in a marriage. But um, no, I, I feel like she still thinks I'm funny and I don't really have to to try as hard. It, that's not as central to our relationship as it was in the beginning. In the beginning, I'm just like, man, make this girl laugh. I mean, th that's how I, number one, that's how you know I like you if I try to make you laugh. And number two, that's how you show me you like me a lot of times is if you laugh. At yeah. Me. Well, let's say, let's say hypothetically, we had this challenge every single week. Do you think that the challenge would be become for you guys easier or more difficult? I think I would be a better husband. I think I, like on the one hand, I might feel fake about it. Like I'm doing this for this challenge. But on the other mm -hmm. hand, it would actively make me think how, what can I say right now that my wife would find joy in? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not in that mindset a lot of times. And I think that's why I was the one who suggested this challenge because I find myself like, I used to feel funny when I was young. I felt funny. Like people would, uh, my friends found me funny when we were dating. Sarah found me funny. And now I just feel like life is so serious. Ex except when I'm with my kids, am I trying to yeah. make anybody laugh? Yeah. Part, part of it for me, Josh is just the thought thinking about your wife, thinking about a need or a even a want doesn't have to be a need of your wife it's like i rarely do that yeah it's like what, what do they need rather than what's next on the agenda right, i mean just right. very little thinking about them and and doing something for them is uh happening a lot in my mind and i'm glad you mentioned date night because there's this like like you were saying like when you were courting sandy your goal was to just get this girl to laugh and that is a great place to be in a relationship that I think a lot of marriages, especially, you know, now we're going on like 15 years here. Um, it loses that a little bit because when we're dating a girl and we're trying to, trying to get our wives or, you know, before they were our wives to laugh, it, it was, it wasn't just about like this thing. It was about getting that joy out of that person. Um, right. So I think it's good. No, I absolutely. Is yeah. it is it probably overplayed a bit in our culture? I mean, like the extent I try to do it. Oh my goodness, I I'm so far overboard on that, and probably even even a little unhealthy. Like, dude, get serious sometimes. But um, oh, that's true. That's true. There's a side of could you go too far, and now you're just the chuckle king, and nothing serious, and and, and a man needs to have that side too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, my, my big takeaway though is just is just that thinking about um, 
what what does my wife need important or just a or just a want what what would what would please her what would uh, benefit her in some way and in you know you put a little thought into something and it's a uh, I, I don't know when someone writes me a letter even or I can tell wow they thought about me one time this person made me brownies and I thought I, I didn't expect them to they made me brownies I thought wow they were thinking about me and they made me brownies that's insane hmm. you- do you guys ever find things that you used to think were hilarious just aren't even funny anymore? Anything come to mind for that? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, my humor has changed over the years and what I do laugh at and don't laugh at. I always tried as a Christian young person not to laugh at the perverse jokes. Yeah. Um, even though I like, I, it's hard not to go there as a kid. Like, it's yeah. hard not to want to say the joke or to you because you think like I'm guessing all of us could think of them as fast as we wanted to at times. But it's like not saying it or not showing that you think it's funny when other people do it. Right. Yeah. And I still get that as an adult. Like I told you today, I was in this tournament for the sporting thing and I'm surrounded by a bunch of adult men. And it's amazing how even now as as a as a guy, you have to like try to I mean, not try to you just have to like be around those kinds of jokes and, and not, and not be the guy who laughs at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing when you're around people who don't have a filter, don't have nearly the, the same morals you do, how, how different you look, how, how much you'll stand apart um, when they're joking about something and you're, you're not giving them any feedback on it. Um, Much less, you know, saying something like, Hey, I prefer not to joke like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, don't find that funny. I think my uh, approach to that is to like strike, try and strike that balance where you don't make people feel uncomfortable, but um, at the same time, like uh, being basically like over time them getting an idea of the types of things that you say you know so like i won't be opposed to like giving somebody uh a smile or a chuckle or you know something even on stuff that that's uh mildly inappropriate um but still them kind of getting a sense of like the types of jokes that i make or the things that i say um Mm. and i don't know i mean I, i think that's everyone's different in their, in their personality and the way they handle those types of situations. And I I wouldn't say that any one way is right or wrong, but, um, but yeah, I I mean, I think you're right, Kidron. You don't want to encourage it. You want to, you want them to figure out as they spend time with you that this isn't, this isn't how I make Kidron laugh. Yeah. And they can even be funny. Like some of those jokes I remember, Oh my goodness, man. My first job was on a fishing boat. Oh yeah, I mean it, it. It was like a pirate ship, and all, all I heard all day long was just <laughs> sailor jokes. And it was uh, I'd go to school and I'd tell them to all my friends, and they were disgusting, absolutely bottom of the scrape in the disgusting barrel of sputrid, putrid, gutrid disgustingness. Um, I think I just and you made saw up. some barrels of disgusting if you were on a fishing boat. Uh, absolutely puke. <laughs> 
and squid guts. And I had to drink it. Just kidding. Um, no laughs. Okay. Well, you have to drink it. You get thirsty. <laughs> it's hot out there on the ocean. Oh, man. The thing is, I was a deckhand on this boat, and I still almost puked every day. Hmm. Never got used to it. But but a lot of the a lot of those jokes are funny, but you gotta you got it's gotta come to the point where where is funny on on the list of important things? It's like okay, that's funny, but whoever said funny was the goal here. Mm-hmm. Funny's not I like that. I think that's deep. The the idea so I guess if I had advice for married men, it's like ask yourself, am I still trying to find that thing that made my wife laugh? in the beginning, am I still trying to find that joy? But then I would also have advice for young men or just married men and say, you can't just be Chuckles the Clown. There is a point to be a sober-minded, responsible adult, and a lot of women are going to really respect that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so some people need to hear, hey, make your wife laugh. And then, and then there's a lot of people that, that need to hear, be a man, think about, think about your wife. How can you love and care for her best? Um, Sometimes it might be by making her laugh. Other times it's going to be by trying to stop joking around about everything and be serious for once. Mm Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Good point. How do you keep laughter alive in your marriage? Send your thoughts and stories to homerkentexperiment at gmail.com. Good day.